It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Yes, checking in and checking things out with Kimberly Everett. He's been here before and uh, with the trauma prevention coordinator. That is a big job and a lot to do, but she's been there a little while and knows how to do it. And we're going to talk about it. A lot of things. Welcome back. Good to have okay. you back. Thanks for having me. All right. Things have been uh, things have been busy for you, I'm sure, right? Always. Always. We wouldn't and have it any other way. That's right. Uh, but a lot of the you're in that prevention game and anticipating a lot of problems, and that's the kind of that's what you're talking about. Be trying to get ahead of the curve, and also make people aware of uh, how they can be safer wherever they may be at home or at work or any place, right? Absolutely. And you've been uh, with uh, St. Mary for a while, right? Yeah, I've been with the organization eight years now. Eight years. Yes. And, uh, Time flies. It sure does. But uh, And it's grown so much since then, too, right, Kim? And you've been... It's always growing yeah. and changing. And right. Always adding new services. It's yeah. What we're going to be talking about today is fall prevention, and we're not talking about the season. We're talking about uh, fall prevention and home safety. Maybe I should start the show on the floor, and then maybe that <laughs> could have been more... <laughs> that would have made it interesting. It may probably make it more interesting. So someplace I've been. But... Uh, <laughs> That's your trauma prevention coordinator. You see all the commercials, can't get up, or the lights go out, or there's somebody, uh, you know, somebody falls down a flight of stairs, or slips on a bar of soap, and those kind of things. And all, remember they all, all the accidents that happen in the home, right? Yes, yes. And in fact, I was thinking this morning as I was mm-hmm. uh, getting ready for work, there was one of the legal firms that yeah. were, you know, if you've having a fall, yeah, oh, you know, whatever law, yeah. Went, oh. Hello, are you injured? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I went, oh yeah. goodness, that's yeah. not good. No, <laughs> you're trying to prevent a lot of that stuff, but at the same time, you probably see a lot of experience where people come into emergency rooms and suffering from falls, whether it's uh, broken bones, sprains, strains, some some pretty nasty stuff, right? Well, it's funny, you know, that's really my role with the mm-hmm. hospital is that we are a trauma center, mm-hmm. um, and we're the only level two trauma center in Bucks County. And um, because we are a trauma center, we have to meet different standards than a Mm -hmm. standard community hospital. Mm -hmm. So it goes beyond the emergency room. You know, at St. Mary, we see between 65 and 70,000 emergency room patients every year. And yes, many of those can be falls. Yes. But we see about 1,800 trauma Mm -hmm. patients. So these are your most severely injured patients. Yeah, more than just taking a fall is smack their heads there's exactly. concussions and exactly. brain trauma or exactly. uh, cat scans are going to be taken exactly. and x-rays exactly yeah. so so as a trauma center you know our standards say we have to look at our data and say what are causing those mechanisms of injury and what can we do to prevent them mm. well glaringly at st mary um falls are the number one cause of trauma right and we're not talking about uh, uh old timers or anything like that but that's probably the bulk of the people who come in but there's also you know, young people and doesn't really describe does it? It really doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. It really doesn't. And it's what, what I find interesting is even in our with our colleagues in the city, you would think they have um, other trauma that would be mm. more prevalent. And honestly, falls are the number one cause of trauma in almost every trauma center, or I would dare to say every trauma center across the country. Yeah. So we know that we have this problem, and 
I think the big issue for me, and one of the things I've learned so much by being in this role and working in this position, is that we always assumed that that falls were something that were a natural part of aging, that you just, you know, as people get older, they fall. And what we've learned, just like we've learned about lots of stuff, you know, we used to think, well, maybe just blood pressure, you know, high blood pressure is a natural part of aging. Well, there's lots of things you can do to prevent that, right? Oh, yeah, I can think of the freak stuff happens, so... My daughter's graduation party, my, my wife took a wrong step, went down, tore ACL. Ugh. The party went on, and we went to the emergency room. She later had, she had later had the operation and lost her ACL, and it was Ugh. slipping on a, a mat that was in the... It was in the kitchen that the cats well, use, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and that's just it. So much of it is preventable. preventable so much of yep. it is preventable. And so falls don't have to be a natural yep. part of aging. Um, there's lots of things that we can do to at least decrease the risk. Like, yes, I'm not saying we're going to eliminate all falls, hmm. but so much of it, if we were, um, you know, being prepared ahead of time, would at least eliminate a majority of it. Right. And there's also the, the in your mind, at least in my mind, recovering from several surgeries, including mm-hmm. replacement hip where you're in rehab and you're that's all you think about is oh god if i fall coming out of the car i could get mm-hmm. it's ice out there today mm-hmm. i mean that's that's all you ever think about it is and then sometimes you just go all think about it all the time and it always happens well (laughs) we hope that that's not what happens but um you know and what we're we're really challenging people to do is find solutions that work for them Mm. right so you know we'll we'll talk as 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 this you know we go through the interview we'll talk about lots of different options but you know what we recommend to people is finding what works for you and and the example i use very frequently is Mm. um we teach this class called matter of balance to our older adults and we talk about finding solutions and for the one year in um, two two winters ago, remember we had a really bad ice storm. Big time, yeah. And we had um, over twenty trauma patients that day, um, and wow. um, we had twelve falls in a day. And there was, I want to say, five to six of them when we looked at mechanism of injury said falling to get the newspaper, right? Yep. Well, this is not rocket science, okay? <laughs> we have a lot of options here. One is turn on the television, listen to the radio, right? Yeah. We can get our news in other ways. We yeah. didn't have to go walk out to get the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, the other option is, um, you know, leave it there till the next day to get the newspaper. Or another gentleman in the class said, well, I have these great things that I put on my shoes. Oh. And I slide these, they're like spikes, and you slide them on your shoes, and it gives me the confidence that I need and the stability I need to walk on the ice and get the newspaper. Like a mountain climber. Yeah. Well, yeah. he brought, so he brought them in. And I said, because mm. I said, please come share them with the class. And as they went around the class, you know, half of the people said, these are great, and I'm going to get these. These are really going to give me the confidence I need sometimes if the sidewalks are dangerous. And, you know, a third of the group went, well, these are really stupid for lack of a better word and yeah. uh, this is not for me okay yeah. and you know another <laughs> third were kind of indifferent so what i what stayed with me is that's just an example of how this solution was great for him right yeah. and people have to say what's going to work for me but no matter what it is we got to decrease the risk look at that and, and and we're right next to new falls road how about that Oh yeah, and, and Falls Township, we are, and Falls Township, and Fallsington. We are. So those are the things we. That's a, that's a, some bad karma going on right here. <laughs> this is but, true. But at the same time, yeah, you, you don't want to obsess about it. But you could certainly increase your percentages. And now you have you talked about all the stats. If you could cut that in half, exactly, you'd be. That's that's a that's a good goal. I know you're trying to. Well, yeah, I know she and you're in that stat business. Yeah, if we could, uh, how many you had? This, how many thousand? 
uh, in, uh, in one year? Well, it's all patients through oh, the yeah. hospital, not yeah. just falls, but patients yeah. through the hospital yeah. are somewhere between sixty-five and seventy thousand emergency. Cut room that visits. to thirty, and yeah, that's a that's a big that's yeah. a big look at all the cost saving there too. And, and the cost, the yeah. cost, the medical cost yeah. for falls yeah. is just astronomical. Yeah, and, and it can happen to anybody at any time. Now, the most risk, I mean, post-surgery patients, would that be the, the highest risk? Where Kim, is there a, like a certain thing? I think, well, certainly post-surgery, there's... Um, lots of risk, but I also think there's an increased awareness. So because you're post-surgery, there's a lot of people talking to you about what to do to not fall. And I think post-surgery, you tend to start to make those accommodations because mm. you are recognizing you're going to have some limitations. Yeah. So certainly post-surgery, we don't want to have a, a repeat injury. And we, we help people to try to have a plan and mm-hmm. how they're going to, whether they're going to need assistance or not, or whether they're going to need devices to assist them temporarily or not. Yeah. I know you just uh, went through this. Yeah. And what we had last week would have been a perfect dovetailing because we're talking about physical rehab and movement and exercise and being more active, certainly with coordination and things like that, certainly would increase your percentages if you're if you're out and about and moving and have some kind of exercise program. Absolutely. So, yeah. And what we want to encourage people to realize is exercise doesn't have to be, you know, a Jane Fonda aerobics class like we may think of, you know, from back Ooh, in the 70s there. or 80s, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but just moving is so important. And so, again, finding the solution that works for you. And we are pretty fortunate where we live. We have lots of resources. The senior centers have exercise programs available. Our parks and rec departments, many of them have programs available. Our hospital certainly has lots of resources available yep. in multiple departments our wellness department um, you know our um, uh, Tai Chi classes that are run through um, our well our wellness and mm-hmm. um, holistic care is the word I'm looking for sure um, and so so we have lots of options for people or if you don't want to take a structured class dancing or um, is something else that's great or The classes that we teach for Matter of Balance, these exercises, a lot of them can be done in a chair, standing next to a chair. I tell people you don't have to do them all at once. You can do them while you're watching television. You can do them while you're waiting in doctor's offices. You can do them. Some of them you might look a little funny, but um, they could be done. You can do them (laughs) while you're riding in the car. Lots of things we can do. Yeah, look, at even now, when you worry about a plan of fitness, people falling off of treadmills all the time. You know, someone that's not paying attention or... What's on TV? Oh, you know, Mm -hmm. you see it all the time. We're talking with Kim Everett, and we're talking about trauma prevention, and we're going to talk more about that coming right back. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 1-844-7-ST-MARY. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Hello, I'm Dan Breen of Bucks County River Country, the world's river tubing capital. And I'm out here on the Delaware with a bunch of other folks. Hey, guys. Hey, Dan. And we're having the time of our lives. Listen, if you haven't been to Bucks County River Country, you don't know what you're missing. We've got tubing, canoeing, kayaking, rafting, and our tiki-style riverside cafe to wet your palate. You'll have loads of fun with the family, friends, or even a company outing. See for yourself. Check out our webcam at rivercountry.net and 
while you're there, make your reservations online. Discounts are available for groups of 20 or more. Remember, the average water temperature is 80 degrees, and it's so easy to get here. We're just eight miles north of New Hope, Pennsylvania. Don't miss out on the most fun you could have this summer. Come to Bucks County River Country, the world's river tubing capital. Hey, Holmes, we love to see you wet. Buy your season pass for Bucks County River Country online today at rivercountry.net. That's rivercountry.net. Or call 215-297-5000. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. And we're talking with Kim Everett, who's been with the St. Mary program for well over eight years, trauma prevention coordinator, trying to, say, cut those stats down. And we were talking ahead of time. A lot of time, it's, it's not so much the, the physical part, it's the mental. You think it's going to happen. You're older. You're more fearful. Or it's happened before. It's got to happen again. So I think you may have to just uh, be a little more positive, a little more uh, proactive. Right, Kim? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, one of the things we talk about in our Matter of Balance program is um, recognizing people think that if they limit what they do, they're going to decrease their risk of falling, when really the opposite is true. Mm. Because if you limit what you do, now you're putting yourself at increased risk because you have decreased mobility. You have, And so now you've actually put yourself more... Reaction at, time, yeah. Exactly. So you've put yourself more at risk, and now you may have a fall, which increases your fear, which means now you're going to do less. And, and really mm. what we want to do is we want to reverse that cycle right when you when you uh talk to the trauma patients when they come in uh, uh what kind of questions do you ask i'm sure there's there could be more than a few that you know maybe their me- their medications are got them off uh balance or whatever or certain side effects or, or something like that i'm sure you probably have a laundry list of questions you would ask right? medications are one of those things that you know very often people have to recognize um, how communication is such a big piece of this um, in fact one of our classes talks about assertiveness training and how that matters in preventing falls because they have to one feel comfortable ask, talking to their doctor and you know everyone feels like oh well, my doctor's in a hurry or they have another patient to see or I don't want to take up too much of their time um, and none of that should be the case mm. we want people feeling confident to ask questions of their doctor and if they don't think of them um, while they're there to feel confident to follow up with that. And so what we find is, you know, as we get older, if you have health conditions that are being managed by different specialists, you have to make sure, you know, if your cardiologist orders one thing and the mm-hmm. dermatologist orders another um, and the orthopedic doctor orders another, you know, who is looking at the way those drugs particularly interact? Yeah. And so um, there is actually um, a, a proper way to do that. And people can talk to their doctor. But the other resource I think that people People don't utilize um, nearly enough is their pharmacist. Pharmacists have a wealth of education. Well, they know, um, they and know. they really do know how those drugs react together. And so, you know, as you are taking different medications, you should be talking to your family doctor or your pharmacist about how much do those drugs increase my risk of falling, and if they know that the reaction of one or two of the three of them does is there a different drug they can substitute it for sometimes there isn't sometimes based on what that condition is they need that particular medication but then we know if you're increasing your risk then what other adjustments have to be made to accommodate for yeah that. probably one of the questions you say are you properly hydrated uh, mm-hmm. uh that was one of the two uh cramping up or feeling a little lightheaded mm-hmm. summertime Absolutely. right summertime of course you know you're sweating and you're always saying check on the seniors and yes. the heat and all the other uh, heat exhaustion heat index and all this kind of that's when a lot of 
stuff happens. Absolutely. Yeah. So, hy- you know, hydration is a part yeah. of it. But general, as we talked about before, as we were talking about the exercise, mm-hmm. general conditioning is important, too. And trying to really keep uh, as much as you can strengthened. Yeah. You probably go hand in hand, uh, Kim, with uh, last week's guest uh, talking about rehab and exercise mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things like that, what they can do, what they should do. How to uh, <clears throat> get more range and, and mm-hmm. c- certainly with decreased percentages and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, does, how do you work uh, with the the, re- the the rehab centers now? Almost look like your own home. <clears throat> oh. When I <clears throat> when I had my hip replaced, in order to get out, I had to scale a flight of stairs, mm-hmm. and then they had a center where you had to get in and out of a car. Exactly. Those, just as if you were doing normal tasks. Is rehab set up that way? And would you, uh, when people are trying to prevent falls, try to simulate those kind of things? Well, absolutely. So what's fantastic is that's what you were saying, you know, post-surgery, are people at risk? Well, absolutely. But the good news is they've had all that education, at least, and we've started triggering those thoughts about what modifications they need and having awareness. awareness. The problem is if you haven't had that surgery, when does anybody take the time to stop and and think about those things? So there are lots of modifications that can be made because what we always want to say is and we don't want people to be afraid fear is not a good thing Mm. but if you have something that's a red light that says i absolutely i mean i don't want to do this what is are there things you can do to turn it into a yellow light should it be proceed with caution or Mm -hmm. not really do it at all and when you're talking about things Mm. like getting out of the car or, um, you know, when you're going home after surgery right. and modifications in the home. So what we want people to say is, um, one, am I afraid I'm going to fall getting in and out of the car? Yeah. So if that's the question, then, okay, what are my solutions? Well, your solution can be, there are lots of tools that can help you if need be. In fact, um, we have another program called CarFit. I think I was here talking yeah. about that program another time. And um, that when my dad had come to that program, um, I said, let's show you some devices to help you get out of the car and there's this little handle that you can put in the side of the door right where the Mm. door would connect and it gives you another leverage to boost yourself out and i know that he thought that was great he really liked it he appreciated it it gave him this confidence getting out of the car um, and he thought that was great and so that was a great solution for him and even in the home the same thing you you were talking we were talking earlier i think you had mentioned some things that changes your parents had made and in the home what do we need to do in the home, whether it's removing mats, mm-hmm. as you mentioned already, or um, you know, slide you know, have to have, not to have those sliding rugs. Do we need railings on both sides of the steps? Um, do we move the things that we use regularly to be a more convenient level instead of worrying about climbing or reaching? And just kind of that rearranging of your home can make a significant difference. Yeah. I see you smiling. You're, I, I see the, the you, when we when you're younger, you're looking looking around. When you get older, you look down. down. <laughs> And yes. yeah, and 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 one of those things too. While you're talking about awareness, and then when you're in your daily routine, it's, uh, you've seen a lot of falls that would happen, say in Wegmans in the produce aisle. There's loose stuff. There's stuff on the floor. There's wet floors, mm-hmm. hitting the deck a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, <clears throat> that can be just as being out watching where you're going. You hit somebody with a cart, or they right. hit you. Right. And I mean, there's there's a million scenarios that you have, but you have to almost be. It's like even when you're, dry, you're driving, you're trying to an- anticipate bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think before you didn't anticipate anything. Now there, I think there's a little bit more when you get older. I think uh, you have to take the time yeah. to do that. I think yeah. for some people that comes more naturally than others. If you have an episode one or two, say, well, I'm not, I'm not going to make sure I put myself in that position again. Exactly. And then you do. Right. <laughs> <I remember> well, <laughs> sometimes. <clears throat> sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but like 
some of the things we've learned too is people will like we said they'll start stop doing things they used to like to do whether it's going to a show or going to a movie or whatever because they're afraid to fall and we say again well can you go early and be seated early so that you're not at risk if you're walking in with a group of people or can you be you know wait until the show's over to leave or is there an elevator available or are there ushers available to help you you know there's and again, people are afraid to ask for help because they think it makes them more dependent when usually if you ask for help, it'll keep you more independent. Yeah. So it's kind of just like you said, that whole thought process. Yeah. And you, you think about things in your daily routine. You know, I'm carrying a, two loads of laundry down a, a flight mm-hmm. of stairs to the cellar. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's another one. Mm-hmm. Or that's, should I take one at yeah, a time? Uh, yeah. Those are, those are the kind of things that crop up. You say, well, I think I probably could have managed that a little bit better. Exactly. And, and that's, that's, that's most of the battle right there, right? A little yeah. awareness. And we're talking, and we're continue to, to Kimberly Everett, Everett uh, Trauma Prevention Coordinator at St. Mary's. A lot of scenarios. We'll paint them and talk about them when we come back. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a 2-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call one eight four four seven saint mary St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Philadelphia's landmark jewelry store since 1906 is Rosnoff Jewelers, located at 320 York Road in nearby Jenkintown. Rosnoff Jewelers is proud to have the largest selection of fine diamonds and custom fine jewelry that has customers from all over the region visiting them. Whether it's buying, selling, or appraising fine jewelry, Rosnoff Jewelers has been proudly serving the Delaware Valley for over 100 years. Rosnoff Jewelers, contact them today at 215-885-4218. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Yes, we are in conversation. A lot of awareness going on and trying to prevent falls. Trauma prevention coordinator and so much more is Kimberly Everett. has been doing this for quite some time and just trying to anticipate and, and talk about scenarios in the home, bathroom, the places you're at the most. Certainly, uh, um, <laughs> that's where most of the action happens. It, climbing in and out of a tub, wet. Uh, yes, soap, certainly bathrooms everything. are yep. very. And and going from the bedroom to the bathroom. Mm. One of the, uh, one of the things that we always suggest to our patients is first of all, um, you know, when you wake up in the morning, take that time to really stretch and and wake up, move mm. your body around if you can before you jump out of bed. Um, we you talked about you know getting dizzy earlier sometimes, mm-hmm. or so we say you know when you uh, when you're getting changing positions. So if you're laying down in bed first, just sit up. Give yourself a minute to just sit there and make sure that everything's feeling okay. And then, you know, swing your legs over, sit there for a minute, make sure everything's feeling okay. And then certainly we also say if when you stand, um, take us at least 30 seconds to a minute um, before you transition. Because if you walk away from the bed or even later in the day, if you know that you're at risk for falls, if you stand and you take two steps away from that chair, now if you fall, you have nowhere to go. Right? Mm. You're, you're hitting the floor. But if you stand and now you tend to lose your balance or you, you're getting dizzy, you can fall back into the chair or fall back into the bed. Yeah. And so just, again, very small changes like that will just lower your risk without it really impacting much of your day or much of your time you got to watch out for those furry roadblocks that come up there pets are there 
darting in front. They want your attention, so they cut you off on the way on the way down the stairs or yes. to the kitchen. They want to be fed. They, we have our pets. Yes, furry uh, furry roadblocks. Yes, pets are certainly um, you know, a blessing for for many, <laughs> but I will say um, cats. You know, particularly lots of cats like to. That's yeah. the nature of cats. They like to be under your feet, mm-hmm. right? Underfoot. Yeah. Um, and um, dogs. A lot of our falls are walking pets. Um, particularly, they'll get their feet get caught. Your feet get caught in the leash, and um, you know that's just natural for the animals to kind of as they're walking. Sure. Sometimes that happens, but falling uh, from pets is definitely something we have to be aware of and try to just you know, make sure that people recognize that yeah but then you have a lot of the you see all the commercials with the helplines and all the other stuff so mm-hmm. you know uh, alerts and things like that that somebody can help and mm-hmm. uh, at, at the same time but you're, you're at when it comes right down to it you're you're your best advocate you're the you know the one you have to depend on is yourself eventually but uh you, you mentioned trying to create these scenarios and what about them and i'm sure that do you have to catalog them uh Kim, when they come in, uh, so how how it happened, what happened? Do you have to sort of keep a tab on we the, do. on we try frequency to. of a, uh, of occurrence too? We do because yeah. if someone is having frequent falls, then yeah. they need to certainly need to be looking at not just the injuries from the fall, yeah. but what are the medical related uh, conditions that aren't being properly managed at that point um, that need mm. to be addressed. So we definitely look at that, and then that's yeah. a communication of the whole medical team to yeah. say what do we need to I do. I think next. yeah, the, probably your first question is why or how how, how did mm-hmm. it happen? I mean, you could easily get up from a chair too fast, and your blood pressure kind of mm-hmm. goes exactly. sideways, and all of a sudden you get a little lightheaded it can happen yes. to anybody but yeah. another thing we find is sometimes people are afraid to report falls or tell us they fell ah. because you know there's this fear well if my family thinks i'm falling or that i can't live independently they're going to you know put me somewhere right mm. they're going to make me move they're going to take away my independence they're going to and you know for some people they're very open-minded about what's next or what plans for living they have whether it's assisted living or um, but some people are not and they're very adamant they don't want to leave their home and mm. so because they're afraid of leaving their home they won't report falls commonly so we try to say please don't be afraid to report them because if you are having those falls one we need to figure out what's causing them and can it be better managed right. And two, then what accommodations can we make in your home to, again, decrease your falls? Yeah. When you started eight years ago, uh, is the program any, is different now than it used to be, or is it pretty much the same it, procedure? I know there's probably more factors and more things going on. As far as patient yeah. care, I can't say that that's yeah. changed. That's okay. very consistent across the board. We capture that information, and we treat their injuries, and we take care of them. From a prevention standpoint, yes, we are constantly trying to learn more to see where these falls are occurring. Are they occurring in a skilled nursing facility, or are they occurring um, in the home? Yeah. I can tell you, we do look at that. The majority of our falls still occur in the home. Not saying we don't have some that come from skilled nursing, but the majority still occur in the home. Um, and then what we keep trying to do is target our prevention efforts toward where we see those most mechanisms or those falls are occurring. Yeah. And so really reaching into our community, um, empowering them to take advantage of the resources that are there, really engaging them in all the services that are available um, so that we can continue to try to prevent them. Yeah, because you have a setback and then it takes a while to get back on your feet to get back, <clears throat> get back in the flow again. And there, there you're in that area again where 
you're, it could it could happen again. Once mm-hmm. it happens once, mm-hmm. I wonder what the stats are about recurring. Oh, you're definitely at increased risk once you you've had a fall. Okay. So, so yeah. again, and a lot of it they think is because of that fear. Because once you've had a fall, not only do you have the physical issues going on, now you have that fear that yep. tends to make you more guarded. And fear is not a good thing. Um, we, we really want to try to work through that fear, again, mm-hmm. to find those solutions. I, I know I keep saying the same thing. But, sure. Um, yeah. You know, if they can find those solutions, <coughs> then we will limit the fear and then we decrease the risk. Right. And I'm sure part of it is uh, is convincing someone, oh, I don't think I can do this. Well, you're self-defeating. Exactly. So you want to make sure that you get them empowered to to want to do it exactly. at the so. same time. Hey, before we wrap up here, get more information, you could visit the stmaryhealthcare.org front slash fall prevention. That way you can get some more information about the programs and get uh, a more octune in what you want to do. And talking about the uh, St. Mary Trauma Program, is there anything we've left out or somebody else should know, Kim, before we... uh move on here and Absolutely. wrap up? So we, we do have our Matter of Balance program. It mm-hmm. is an evidence-based program. So it's um, a free program, first of all, um, at the hospital. It runs for eight weeks. Um, we do classes at the hospital, and then we do classes in the community. We run mm. about 16 to 20 classes a year. Um, so we do them um, in off-site. We've done them at churches. We've done them at senior centers. Um, or we do them um, actually at uh, the Middletown Community Park barn is yeah. our consistent at our home location. So the classes are free. They run for eight weeks. Um, they're done in very small groups. They're only done with groups of 12 to 15 people at a time. Um, and um, they can register if they're interested um, by calling our trauma program at 215-710-5900. How many falls during uh, country line dancing? Do we, we have, <laughs> have that? In, in? Well, that would probably be something I'd be more likely to okay. do than our patients. I'm not right. so sure. I'll have to blame Garth Brooks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when we get back to it, but yeah, the activity part and, and the exercise, w- once you start moving and getting into the flow, it builds confidence. That's, that's, the, that's the momentum you want to build. There's a lot of great things that can happen. And once you prove you can do it, I think the, the, your percentages are, are, are better for, for uh, sustained we have a woman, Motion. and I'll, I'll end with this real yeah. quickly. We had a woman who came to our Matter of Balance class, forced kind of by her daughter, and she had had a fall, mm-hmm. a lot of health issues, and she she plops herself in this chair, mm-hmm. and she says, oh, my gosh, now I have to exercise for two hours, um, <laughs> as she had the oxygen tank attached yeah. to her. And I said, um, no, you don't have to exercise for two hours, and I went on to tell her about the class. She wrote us a letter um, a year later, and it comes right back to what you were saying, and yeah. she said, because of the feeling empowered from the exercises she learned and the information she had, um, she went on a trip all by herself nice. um, and it was something she would have never considered doing so it really is that that power of taking that information and using it to, to be able to yeah. to have that confidence and a lot of times it's the the personality too you have to sort of uh, delve into that as well as their attitude because if myself pretty intense about everything so you're intense about working out you're also intense about falling i mean it seems like you can't get a handle on it it seems like you're just uh, obsessed about everything uh, whether you're positive or negative Mm. and you have to sort of uh, you have to sort of reinvent yourself a little bit too Mm -hmm. and i think you have to be realistic too i mean there's Mm -hmm. well uh, it's uh, never going to happen to me but at the same time yeah it it can happen to anybody at any time Mm -hmm. you know you don't get an exemption and i think i think you have to be have to have a realistic attitude i think when you when you're talking to a lot of the patients too, right? 
Absolutely. I mean, the goals yes. have, there's goals to be made, and sure. Yeah, but, they, but they're realistic, something they think they could do. Right. Yeah. Realistic of what they can and realistic yeah. of what they shouldn't. You know, right. commonly this time of year, was, you know, maybe you shouldn't climb too high, two yeah. stories up to cl- trim those trees. Maybe that's right. something we should be paying somebody to do at this right. point. You know, maybe you have the physical ability, yeah. but maybe yeah. you don't. So maybe we need to consider or those other options. this has happened to you now two or three times. You think you right. may want to <laughs> eliminate that from your routine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, yeah, and, and, and you do the seminars and all, this, all the things like that. So need, you can be contacted and... Of course, you're probably busy right around the clock, too, because uh, they don't discriminate on what time they happen, no. usually. No, right? no, not at all. Night. Not at all. Hopefully, we can get you back. Always, uh, It's always an interesting topic. It's always on point. There's a lot going on, and there's a lot working in, in place to try to, to keep the stats down. You don't want to break any records, but uh, absolutely. But if they're if they're half of what they were last year, that would be quite a that would be quite an improvement. That would be a huge feat. But well, yes, <laughs> have they have they decreased a little bit though? I wish I could say that, so, but no. no, we don't see the data changing. Yeah. Mainly because we are an aging county. Yeah, and so as the percentage of older adults living in our community increases, well, then clearly we're looking at sadly increased rates of falls. Yeah, living longer, and that uh, yeah, that's uh, you have to deal with that, but. If you hold steady for a while, that might, that might be a win. That a would while. be a win. That yeah. would be a win. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we could talk about that next time. I would like to. Kim, thanks so much for uh, taking the time. And uh, she's been with St. Mary Medical Trauma Program and doing it for about eight years worth and still still getting after it. So yeah. good to talk to you and give us an update, and we'll get back to you. Thanks for having me. We've been talking to Kimberly Everett, Trauma Prevention Coordinator, talking about prevention of falls and awareness and part of our health line, St. Mary Health Line, Wednesdays at 9 o'clock here on WBCB.